Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Well, Scotty, the other day we mentioned that Jeremy Hum, former West Coast Eagle and a part-time Tiger, was over yeah. there in the States and yeah. played in the B division of the USAFL competition we're going straight to the top. A yeah. man who knows this competition better than most, Collingwood superstar, Mason Cox. And Cox is uh, in Austin, Texas, as we speak right now, and it's terrific that uh, you've taken our call, mate. Very good to speak to you. How's your trip been so far? Man, it has been epic. It's always good to get back here to uh, to go to the US of A. Um, there's a lot of boys rolling through the US at the moment, so it's um, interesting to see how many AFL boys kind of Jumping around, I think Tom Lynch, I saw he was in Austin yesterday, so I gave him a list of things to do. So there's uh, plenty of fellas rolling around, which is uh, always good to catch up. Yeah, brilliant. And is it your first time going back as an Australian? Uh, first time as an Australian, yeah. I, I went to, uh, <laughs> got to uh, immigration, wasn't really sure which passport to give, but um, I essentially said pick a pick of the bunch there and just take whatever one you want. So, <laughs> no, it's pretty cool to be able to do a citizen now. It's a, it's a massive life accomplishment. And then um, this is the first time probably traveling on an Australian passport, which is uh, – Quite cool. Just pick the shortest line and you use it real quickly, mate. Uh, <laughs> That's exactly what I did. Uh, I was like, oh, I get in any of these lines. So I might as well pick the shortest one. <laughs> hey, uh, the US AFL Championships have just been on, run and won. How's uh, the week been? Tell us a little bit about that too, about the, the, the comp. I mean, teams come from all over America. How many sides are there? Uh, I think there's 41 different teams, and each team might have different, um, you know, divisions that they play with. So there might be a Div Two, Three, and the Division One, and then they also have women's teams here. So there's ones from all over North America, really. There's even teams from Canada that come in. So cities from all over the U.S. they come in for this national tournament, and uh, it's a massive kind of get together of have everyone that plays IFL, and they'll have kind of divisional tournaments beforehand, and everything else, and that kind of leads up to this national tournament that was on the weekend, and. Now, uh, the Iron Maidens, which are from San Francisco, won the female Division One, And then the Austin Crows, that my brother plays for, won Division One. So, a successful weekend, that's for sure. The Iron Maidens, I like it. I really like it. How many How many are all expats, Coxie, and how many are like, actually Americans who have adopted the game? Yeah, so the way the rulings work is you have to have at least half Americans or half non-Australians essentially playing um, on the field at once. So, all the Australians will have a black armband, you have to have at least half um, that are not Australian playing on the field to try to make it, uh, encourage other people to learn the game and have it um, a little bit equal on that side of things. So about, yeah, at least half to 75%, depending on the uh, the club, will have uh, Australians and then uh, also Americans that are involved or Canadians, wherever it may be. And, and you had, I saw Razor Ray was involved too. So was it just a matter of bringing someone over to the States that everyone could learn to hate immediately as well? I, I actually find it funny because a lot of people think they hate Razor and then they meet him. He's like, he's such a legend. Yeah. <laughs> and I've done it with him for about four or five years now. Like, Ray's been heavily involved with USIFL every year and um, he's just been such a, uh, you know, a good thing to lean on and people ask questions, you know, about 
you know, whether it be rulings and things that change and this and that and all the coaches and the players ask and he's always just so giving of his time. So it's always been great to have him around and, you know, have a beer with him at the end of the year and and I've kind of become closer with these people that you kind of have been told to, to hate your whole life. But then, <laughs> you know, you sit down, have a bit of a chat with them. You're like, yeah, hey, you're not too bad of a human. <laughs> 25th anniversary of the US AFL when Mason Cox, uh, Collingwood Superstar, has been over there again, uh, keeping an eye on it. And uh, the Austin Crows took home the men's and the Iron Mains took home the, the women's. How serious do, does everyone take it, uh, Coxie? And, and the officiating and the umpiring, are they expats or are they Americans who have transferred into umpiring? I mean, just tell us a bit about the structure and sort of uh, the, the background of how the actual games are run and how contested they are. Yeah, I mean, they're crazy. So you can imagine some of these guys come from NFL backgrounds and, you know, these guys just want to hit someone essentially. So it's a bit <laughs> it's a bit more uh, crazy in that sense. Like, you see people just going flat out, like getting absolutely just murdered out on the field of times. And you're like, I was like, dude, I don't know that I would play. I was like, I'd be nervous going out there just trying to play a game with them. But uh, they go hard. There's no doubt about that. And then... Um, yeah, it's just the essentially all the umpires, you know, they they're kind of volunteers, so they all come out there and uh, we'll fly out from them wherever they're from the U.S. And like I said, it's become like kind of a big family. All these people will so say it's their family reunion every year to go to this USIFL, and the the umpires, the staff, everyone gives their time for free, and it's just uh, it's a great, great like a you know a great weekend where everyone gets around each other and. And you know, has a mad Monday that Monday after they play the grand finals on Sunday or something that night Good. gets dressed up and everything else, you know. So they, they fully buy into the full Australian experience. There's no doubt about that. That's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. The important traditions are going. Yeah, uh, exactly right. Cost. Yes, it's the Monday after the event that everyone cares about. Hey, just in regards to the growth of the women's game, we know that in Australia the growth of the women's game is is absolutely accelerating at 100 miles an hour through the AFLW. What's it like over in the States that you've been going back there, Coxie? I mean, how's the growth of the game over there? Yeah, it's been really good. I think it's probably the best opportunity for Americans to get involved in the AFL, to be honest, because with the AFLW League being so young in its infancy, you can actually get some of the players over there that um, you know haven't played their whole life or don't need to know you know the ins and out of AFL or growing up with it as a, as a child and uh, just be a, a really good athlete and be taught the basics and stuff and be able to go play in the AFLW. So I think there's a there's definitely a, a chance and a link there for there um some of the women that have come over here and we've got Danny that's gone over there and um Katie Klatt's gone over there, some of the girls that are playing and um have played in the VFL or the AFLW and uh it's definitely an opportunity I think for them to be able to be involved and kinda of move over and have another American playing, which is pretty cool to say. Like I don't think there'd be another chance of any other American men playing, but now that there's this women's league, you know, there's an opportunity for them to be involved. Mm-hmm. Hey, we saw in the during the the pandemic and when American was uh, was in the grips of it, they you know their sport got canned like it did over here. And but Pat McAfee jumped all over it, and he was huge on AFL and he was loving everything about it. He jumped on the pie straight away. Thank courtesy of you. Any chance have you have you seen the I guess the interest grow in the AFL over the last couple of years, mate? Oh, 100%. I actually just went to the post office. I'll tell you this story. I just went to the post office, and the guy behind the counter was like, you're Mason Cox. I'm oh, like, how in the Stop F- it. <laughs> I am. And he was like, you play AFL for the Collingwood Magpies. He's like, I'm that Port Adelaide fan. I was like, what? I was like, what? <laughs> He's at, during COVID, like, essentially, I got into it because there's nothing else on television. You're the only sport in the world playing. And, um, yeah, people ate it up. So, like, it's kind of weird, but I'm like, kind of every once in a while I get, like, recognized over here where I used to be able to do whatever I wanted over here. didn't care, but now it's <laughs> kind of a bit worried. Um, and now it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely grown over here comparatively to where it used to be. And 
it's cool to see the uh, you know the sport making rains over here and making a making an impact. Yeah, it's got a lot to do with you and your prominence at uh, arguably one of the biggest sporting clubs in the world, the Collingwood Football Club. Hey, mate, how's the podcast going? The uh, what's it called? I know you've sat down long and hard with your people, yeah, and you, you sat took, around your and your brainstormed took this with forever to come up with a whole range of marketing gurus. What did you come up with, and how's it going? Oh, you don't want to know how much we spend on marketing. It's called The Mason Cox Show. I know, real original, <laughs> tough to remember. <laughs> we had a real brainstorming sit down, spent about three weeks on it, really contemplated a few other ideas, and uh, went, went with the OG, the original. Yeah, the nice OG work. Of it. Hey, I think you nailed it. I think you nailed can, it. Can you name your top three <laughs> guests that you've had? If you were to put a podium, Ooh. bronze, oh. silver, gold, and I know it's off the top of your head and you might contact us again and go, oh, I forgot such. And such. No, too late. You get one chance. You get one gold at gold, silver, bronze <laughs> on the you, podium. I'll give you three. So we, so we interview people also involved in football, but a lot of people that are not um, in certain terms. So we've got, I'll give you Eddie McGuire was a really good one. Have yep. him on. Uh, Razor Ray, who we talked about, he was really good. So if you hate Razor Ray, you might listen to the episode and not hate him after, which I'm not sure which way you want to go with that. But <laughs> um, And then the last one actually had my brother on, which was really kind of unique to be able to hear about his um, – this is more about USAFL, you know, his impact in my career and um, kind of his version of everything and how crazy it is having a brother that plays AFL half a world away from a country that doesn't really know what it is and, you know, being able to come over and see myself playing a grand final and stuff like that. So – those are probably my top three, but it's it's really tough to pick. Now I've, I've loved interviewing every single person we got on there, and we've got some amazing people coming up. We even got uh, I shouldn't say this, but I'm gonna release this. We got Peter Ball coming up in the next few weeks, which would be really cool to hear his story and an amazing person that's done some amazing stuff for Australian sport. Oh, absolutely, mate, and you are doing exactly the same thing. One of the great fellas, uh, always. Happy to have a chat and promote our great game, mate. Enjoy the rest of your stay. How much longer you got back home? Uh, November 20th, and I head up to the Northern Territory to a place called Groot Island. Yeah. Some, uh, some community work with the Indigenous community up there, so that oh, should be good. good. Any chance you can get back to training at some stage? Uh, eventually, yeah. I think they'll call me up and say, <laughs> if we're going to pay you, you need to come back. And I go, all right, I'll book a flight tomorrow. <laughs> all right, then. <laughs> hey, Coxie, and one last one, mate. Uh, what did you think of Delta Goodrum in the uh, grand final performance with Robbie Williams? Oh, you had to ask me, didn't you? You had to ask me. We were almost oh, at the dog, end. You absolute dog. <laughs> um, hey, she was she was fantastic. She was awesome, and I'd love to see her live. Um, if anyone ever knows any chance of me being able to link up with Delta Goodrum to see her live, I'm all for it. <laughs> Easy, Tiger. Jeez. All right, mate. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll get you play, we'll get... play a little bit of hard to get with you. <laughs> Coxie, good on you, mate. Enjoy the rest of the time in the States. Great chatting with you. Enjoy Groot Island, and we hope that uh, 2023 is a great year for you and Collingwood. Yes. Thanks for joining us. Beautiful. Thanks for having me on, boys. I uh, appreciate it. Good man. Mason Cox over there at the USAFL. They had the Nationals in California at the Silver Lake Sports Park, and plenty of expats, plenty of Americans. The game is thriving overseas. Mason Cox.